Welcome. 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 Welcome to Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Welcome to Baseball Mainly. Yes, we are. Here we are again at Baseball Mainly. It's a Tuesday. Yeah, it's a Tuesday, except we're doing this on a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Happens to be, uh, I think today's date is actually March 9th. This will go up on the 10th. Yes. Today's the first day of tryouts for spring sports in okay. high school baseball and and whatever else is a spring sport, golf, whatever. But what, in, what, what's uh, the significance with that and you? Well, I coach the ninth grade team. And it's great. I love it. Yeah. Until Thursday comes and we have to make some cuts. Ooh. That's the worst part of it. And uh, <laughs> if any of you young young guys are watching this that are, are going to be trying out today, uh, I apologize in advance uh, if you don't make the team. Uh, but don't give up. Baseball's a great game. And don't stop listening to us just because Jess cut you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the moral of click, it, right? <laughs> click, 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 please. Hey, with us, as you can hear, is Corey, Sir Patrick Stewart. Make it so, number one. Hello. Good to have you, man. It's always I, great being in the studio know, with you, Jess. I, I just, I just, I love you. I love I, you too, that's man. All I can say. I'm not afraid to say it on, on air. And, I love you very much. Yeah, very good. Yeah, we, we're, we're, we're secure in our, in our manliness. After 60 yeah. some odd episodes, yeah, we, yeah. we better be. Otherwise, <laughs> the show's going nowhere. Hey, somebody else I love <laughs> is sitting over here to my right, a uh, friend of mine, uh, uh, an athlete in his own right. Phil Klein. Good to have you here, Athlete Phil. Thanks, Jess. I appreciate it. Uh, Phil Klein uh, is uh, 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 somebody I've worked with, mm-hmm. but also somebody who, you know, who in his younger days was, you know, he was a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. But first, we need to thank our sponsor, the people who are paying for this craziness, Century Mortgage Lending. Uh, I saw today, today, March 9th, the 10-year Treasury, uh, just before we went on, mm-hmm. 50 basis points, half a point. Wow. One half of 1% you can get if you buy treasuries. 10-year Treasury. You invest your money for 10% and get, for 10 years and get half a percent. You're going to have to mm-hmm. teach me about that after that. Well, that'll that'll tell you uh, if if we can get things rocking in the right direction and get the bad news out of the way, tons of money will go pouring into the stock market where there's a, ho- a whole lot better yield. Oh, good. But that having been said, it's a great time. Mm-hmm. Rates are historically low. Uh, you know, I've got a I've got a very low rate on my house, and you know, maybe time for me to refinance again. Okay. Elizabeth Gagne over at Century Mortgage Lending took care of my refinance. She did a great job, and they are just together, man. She asked, told me what I needed. I gave it to her. Three weeks later, we were closed. Wow. The thing was done. And uh, uh, I can't recommend her enough. If you're looking to buy a house, what a great time. Go out, go out pre-approved. Call Elizabeth or, or call Paul over there and get pre-approved so you know what you can afford to buy, you know the price range to be looking at, and when you find that house and you make your offer, you can give them that pre-approval letter, they're more likely to accept your offer. Sure. All right. Century Mortgage Lending, you can get them on the internet, centuryml.com, or you can give them a call. I'm still an old-time guy. I'm face-to-face. I want to talk to people. Sure. 248-258-4977. That's 248 
248-258-4977. They're NMLS number 134-525. Give them a call at 248-258-4977. Century Mortgage Lending, you will be glad you did. Please tell them you heard about them on Baseball Mainly. Well, as I mentioned, uh, it's baseball season, right? Yeah. This may be a good season. I saw <laughs> Corey came to my desk the other day. We're very optimistic, optimistic. here, Phil. Yeah, we're oh, yeah. very Corey optimistic. Corey predicted here. last yeah. season 78 wins. Yeah. They won 40. Yeah. Was it 45? I think it was after week one. I was like, yeah, I really should have shot lower than that. They started well. They did start well. They, they did, well. but even so, I was like, "Oh, I'm, I'm in, I'm." That's never a good sign for the Tigers when they start well, because they let, usually end poorly. Forget, forget what the record's going to be. Okay, I used to go to Lions games because Barry Sanders, yeah, was going to be playing. Of course, I didn't. It didn't matter if they won or lost. I wanted to see Barry carry the ball. Uh huh. Well, the Barry Sanders for the Detroit Tigers is Miguel Cabrera. And Miguel Cabrera, Corey comes to my desk. He shows me this video. It was a, a live stream. I don't know, MLB channel. We were doing work on. at work. We were. Yeah, we, we were was, doing research. Related. Yeah. We, were, we weren't watching a, a spring training game at Jess's desk. And up comes, <laughs> up comes uh, uh, Demerit. Yeah. And he hits a bomb. Yeah, to 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 yeah, to left field. Just crushed it. The and wind then, was blowing out, by the way. And then folks. they said it's Miguel Cabrera, and I looked. This guy is. This isn't Miguel Cabrera. No. Miguel Cabrera isn't that thin. Uh uh-uh. uh And it was Miguel Cabrera. It was. He hit a bomb. Yeah. Came up the next time. Hit another one. Yeah. I think we've got some video. We of got video bombs. of his first bomb. Yeah. How about yeah. that? And uh, yeah, he just stepped. Oh, clean. amazing! Just wow. there's old that school, swing. Yeah, old school swing. He's Last gonna, year, that ball wouldn't have gotten and not out, only, of the, out of the ballpark. It went into the parking lot. It just clean. Look at him. He's he's felt, if yeah. that's the right word. <laughs> hey, yeah. man, he, look, he looked good, didn't he? Looked he looked real good. Yeah, yeah nice, that, clean step. Right. Wasn't overexerting himself. Makes and a difference. Wind was blo- and who was the pitcher, Jess, that day? Oh, that was uh, Garrett Cole, wasn't yes, it? Yes, it was. He hit that off of had, yeah. the $30 million a year yeah. man. He gave up back-to-back home runs on that one with Demerit and Cabrera. And then the next time that they came around, they did it again. And was Cole still pitching? Cole was still pitching. Oh. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> well, there's uh, optimism. Yeah. There's optimism with this season. And, um, well, Miggy's, you know, Miggy's in shape, right? He's in shape. That's um, good. Yeah. I mean, that will definitely, hopefully, put some butts in the seats at Comerica yeah. Park. I'd, I'll, I'll go to watch Miggy. I would, if he I, stays that way. I loved watching Miggy and Martinez. Hit. All the time. I, I Which loved, Martinez, though? Uh, <laughs> we, we had two bombers. Younger. Yeah. But, well, uh, JD and Victor. Victor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I even liked uh, watching uh, Fielder. I, yeah, that was exciting until we realized he couldn't run the bases and he was swinging really at everything. And when he did connect, it was out of here, but it wasn't nine times out of ten. Again, it's being <laughs> in shape, right? It is. And and uh, uh, Phil would know something about that. Phil, uh, Phil, you grew up in New York, right? That's right. 
Long, Long Island. Long Island, New York. Or is it Long? Is it Long Island or Long Island? Long Island. There you go. <laughs> Long Island. You don't have, bring back. I've lost it a little bit since yeah, I've been you here. Yeah, you don't. You don't have any accent that I know. When I go home, uh, my friends tell me what happened to you. But uh, I've been here so long now. I've lived in Michigan longer than I lived in uh, New York. Well, Phil, uh, Phil worked with me at a at a mortgage company, and uh, I liked what I liked about Phil was that. Phil had discipline from having been an athlete. I mean, extreme discipline. Tell me, tell me, tell me, what sports did you play in uh, in high school? High school? Well, compet- uh, to- the whole time in high school, I played soccer and I wrestled. Uh, wrestling was obviously my main sport. I played soccer. Uh, I played baseball a little bit ninth grade, uh, eighth ninth grade, but uh, gave that up pretty quickly. Um, you weren't good enough, huh? You know, no, I don't think I was good enough. Uh, actually, the reason I gave it up was more I focused more on wrestling. And really the reason I did soccer was more to keep in shape because mm. it was the season right before wrestling. So it was more of a to keep in shape right before the season so that when wrestling started, I wasn't just starting from uh, being out of shape that I kind of kept it. But soccer involved a lot of uh, cardiovascular type stuff. So mm-hmm. that kind of really led me into that season. Well, I hear from coaches now all the time that, that uh, kids should be playing more than one sport. Yeah develop more than one of their many attributes so tell me about uh tell me about wrestling how uh what did it entail in high school what did well i mean my high school happened to be a you know one of the premier in new york at that time long beach was one of the better uh high schools for wrestling so they started us at a very young age we were i was fortunate enough that uh our high school coach was incredible um and he had a youth program from uh, kindergarten basically through high school, which was very well attended. So, um, you know, so I got a lot of wrestling when I was younger, which obviously helped me when I was in high school um, to do what I did in high school. But, um, no, I mean, wrestling was, you know, in high school was was my life, basically. So you, you got into wrestling before high school? Even. Oh, way before high school. I was in uh, very early elementary when I got into wrestling. I uh, can't remember. I was in maybe first or second grade. I can't remember which one, but very early elementary. Wow. And what was what was it like uh, working out to get ready for, for uh, the season? For Before the season? Yeah. I mean, it was very intense. Wrestling in general is a very intense sport, um, very physical, um, you know, it, and it's a one-on-one type of sport. It's you against one other athlete always. Um, so it really does involve a lot of um, physical attributes, mental attributes. So getting ready for the season was always just a bunch of workouts. We just did a, a ton of working out uh, all the time. We tried in the summer to stay active. Uh, our coach would do a lot of things in the summer, a lot of programs to try to keep us all year round. So for me, wrestling was an all year, all round sport. Uh, even when I was playing soccer, there were different types of, uh, at nighttime, I would do different types of uh, wrestling activities. And so it really was ingrained. Our high school was very good. We won the county championships, uh, ranked in the state almost every year I was in high school and as a team. And so um, it was just in Long Beach, it was one of the major sports. It was actually bigger uh, than football was. Football was obviously the major sport wow. in our, our high school, in our particular high school, not, not in general. Right. <laughs> um, but in our high school, um, our football team wasn't so uh, great, uh, and our wrestling team was. So a lot of uh, it got a lot of attention in our high school. Nice. So you had to you had to you wrestled in different weight classes. That's right. right. Did you ever wrestle in more than one weight class or in multiple classes? Yes, we. So 
um, in high school, uh, I started out when I was uh, a freshman. Uh, I wrestled at 112 pounds by the time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, nice. 112-pound body here. Um, and then by the time I was a senior, I was in the 138. But I also had bumped up a couple times to 145. Uh, and then by the time I got to college, I was 150 and 158 were my weight classes. So yeah, throughout high school, every year, my freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior year of high school, I wrestled in a different weight class each year. I bumped up a little bit as I grew. Um, so I started out very uh, tiny and got to a, you know, like a mid middleweight. What year did you graduate from high school? 1995. So in those days, because mm-hmm. we've had uh, social media, internet explosions. Yes. And I'm sure things are a bit different. Yeah. But how did you, how did you get recognized to uh, get the opportunity to play in college. Yeah, I mean, it, obviously in the, uh, the early 90s, we're talking, it was a little bit before, the internet was just kind of like in its infancy stages. Mm-hmm. So today, you know, video is everywhere and social media and everything. And back then it wasn't. So I, I probably, I was a, a three-time all-county and then I had freestyle. I, um, I made All-State in Freestyle, and that's probably where I first got noticed a tiny bit when I went to the Cadet Nationals between my sophomore and my junior season. I took second uh, in the freestyle uh, portion. And um, so I got noticed a tiny bit, had some uh, coaches uh, reach out to my coach a little bit, just saying. And I would tell you that in New York, since there was no um, Internet, it was more local. You know, so I got a little bit more attention from some local New York uh, schools as opposed to where I ended up at the University of Michigan. Um, And so it was more, I think, me being proactive at at that point, trying to tell coaches who I was, maybe sending some tapes to them and doing different things. Uh, But I think I first got noticed by – and I wasn't um, a national champion where they obviously got noticed Mm -hmm. right away. Uh, national champions and different things, but I was good enough that there were definitely schools that were interested in me. But it was a it was a proactive process for me. Wow, wow. Yeah. Well, uh, I've always wondered because I'm not a big guy, not even close to being a big guy. <laughs> um, it, but who was probably like, what was the biggest guy you've ever wrestled? Like, what was the hardest? Do you remember any of those back at U of M where it was just like, I, wow? And I then can give one that I – and this is because we had worked out. Um, there were a couple of heavyweights because when mm-hmm. you're in the in the room, you kind of wrestle anybody. It's not sure. – you're not really – you know, Paired only up. when you're having a match are you weight to weight. Sure. Um, so there were a ton of times we wrestled with some big heavyweights and different things at Michigan. Um, there was a wrestler from Minnesota who's actually very famous right now that I've worked out with mm-hmm. when he was at Minnesota, Brock Lesnar. Oh, wow. Um, who would not even remember ever, you know, wrestling with me, but we were – we've – worked out when Michigan worked out a couple of times you know we would uh you know in a room you uh-huh. know, obviously uh you know wrestle around with them but it wasn't a match or anything. Sure. you're just working out and yeah just yeah yeah going through some processes and different is he things as big then as he is now probably oh, yeah. not as now but yeah he's yeah. mammoth yeah <laughs> um however you know those were just workouts sure they weren't matches or anything right but obviously he was and he was a national champion mm-hmm. tell me tell yeah. me tell me about workouts tell me yeah tell what what did what did they? Well, well, first of all, you told me a story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I may not remember this about what it was like when you first got to Michigan. Yeah. And what did the coach say? 
Well, the coach, you know, the first practice I ever had as a freshman, um, the coach just kind of sat us down and he said, you know, it, this was kind of for the freshmen. He was just like, you know, um, everybody on our team, he was trying to prove a point that, you know, everybody in the room right now is a special wrestler. There's a reason why you're here at the University of Michigan wrestling for our team, whether you are a national champion, a state champion, a county champion, county, you know, all state, all county, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Almost every single solitary member of our team was that way. So there were some things that he did on the first day of practice where he would line us up and he would say, you know, hey, everybody who was all, you know, you know, all county take a step forward, and almost everybody on the team took a step forward. And everybody who was all state take a step forward. Everybody who was, you know, uh, you know, an all American take a step forward. And whoever won a national time, and before you know it, there was still a ton of people. I was in the back of the, the line, and there was a lot of people in front of me. You know, because as a freshman, you come in, you think like I'm going to take the world by storm. You know, mm-hmm. this is you know going to be. I wouldn't use the word easy, but I would use the word like you're, you're confident in yeah. what you can do. And uh, that first day of practice, I, what, one of the things the coach tells you afterwards, he usually paired, he paired that first practice, he paired you with a senior. Mm-hmm. And the reason why he wanted to pair you with a senior because he wanted a senior to kind of take it to you a little bit. Bring so you down a little bit, break, maybe. Break you, break you down a yeah. little bit mentally. And, uh-huh. and one of the things the coach always used to tell us was his job was to kind of take us to the mental edge and then just push us just a little bit further every single day, and that's wow. how we would grow. Uh, so he would try to take us to that mental edge and um, and take us a little further. But that first practice, he, he put me, I can remember uh, uh, another wrestler's name was Jake, uh-huh. and boy, did he... He gave me a, the beatdown of a lifetime, and I, I was like, I, I don't think I've ever experienced something like this. And it, sure. and it just kept on going and going, and he wouldn't let me up. It wouldn't let anything, and it just kept on going and going. Wow. But it was it was an experience uh, to, 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 to do that. It was a humbling experience. Wrestling, for me, did a lot of things, it, it, especially in the um, – in the college ranks, it, it humbled me a lot because in high school, uh, wrestling was, you know, I was one of the top athletes in, in high school as far as wrestling was concerned in my county. I was one of the top uh, wrestlers. And then I got to college and I was just kind of one of, a, mm-hmm. especially Division One. I, I was just kind of one of uh, many. Do you think that you have to go in with that confidence, though, right away? Because I just feel like as any athlete would want to have that and maybe not cockiness, but a confidence yeah. that like I'm here to do the work. I'm yeah. here to put in the time. Yeah. And if I get beat down, it's a less lesson learned, and I'm gonna get back up and then continue to grow my success. A hundred percent. It did take me a little bit of time because in high school, um, for the most part of my high school, other than maybe my ninth grade year, I was I was pretty much at the top of of the rankings almost yeah. you know all the way through high school, and so it kind of set me back you know, and so. Um, you do have to come in with a cockiness. Uh, you definitely do, mm-hmm. um, because it's a, it's a one-on-one doggy dog type of sport. Yeah. Um, but it didn't take very long for me to be humbled. Pretty pretty. <laughs> tell, me, t- tell me what it was like. Uh, the workouts. Tell me. Yeah. Tell me what you did to get in shape. What well, you did to get stronger. Most of the, we the workouts were intense. It was uh, probably on the neighborhood of five to seven hours per day plus classes. So we would typically, uh, during the season at least, uh, work out uh, between practice would start about four thirty to five o'clock in the morning, um, and you'd work out till about seven o'clock, and that was more of a cardio or lifting workout. Um, so the morning was either lifting or cardio, mm-hmm. uh, and and then um, and the cardio was intense. You know, running the stadium steps, sprints, 
um, you know, carrying a guy on my back at the Michigan Stadium. Oh wow! Um, you'd carry you'd carry someone on your back up the steps. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I mean, they would t- go. What weight her. class were they in? <laughs> that, that, that they would typically try to pair you with somebody very close. <laughs> but the the workouts are very intense. Uh, they're the workouts are meant to break you down. Sure, the, the workouts are really meant to push you to that edge. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so we would work out from about five to seven in the morning. Uh, and then get a light breakfast, and then I would go off to class from basically, you know, I'd have to cram my uh, schedule between 8 a.m. and basically 2.30, which is, you know, wasn't as, uh, you know, I had friends that weren't on uh, participating in sports in college, and um, they would, you know, can take classes anytime they wanted to, 5 o'clock at, you know, in, at mm-hmm. night or 7 o'clock or whatever. I had to cram my entire schedule between basically 8 a.m. and about 2. Wow. Uh, so I would go to class. And then get on a bus and go back to Chrysler Arena, which was where we would work out in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Now they have their own wrestling uh, gym, gym. They, they built. But at that time, we worked out at Chrysler Arena. Wow. Uh, they had a, a facility there. And I'd go back there. And from about 2.30 till about 6.30, almost 7 o'clock, we would uh, – b- workouts were very intense. That was more wrestling workouts. Sure. Um, you know, situational drills uh, all the way to live wrestling um, mm-hmm you know, all the way through. And it was very intense. Um, there was not many breaks, not many, wa- whatever you would call water breaks. Mm-hmm. There weren't many breaks at all. Um, and it was really an intense few hours. And you could tell the be- the more intense and the the, the more um, into it some of the rest were, the better they were. The, sure. the top, we had guys on our team that were, you know, vying for national titles at yeah. that point. Um, I wasn't fortunate enough to be that person, but... Um, we did, and you could tell their intensity was just a in their workouts was just a tiny bit. You could you could see, and I learned a lot from some of those wrestlers. That's nice, um, and took some of those into life lessons, which uh, I do know. You've translated that into business, I think. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> Phil Phil has a very successful insurance agency, and. In, mm-hmm. uh, I guess that's West Bloomfield. That is. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Phil Klein Agency. So we'll give you a little plug there. Thank you. What was your Uh, diet like during that time? During the season, um, you tried to maintain your weight. Um, But you... Obviously, I think one of the things in wrestling is is you're in a weight class. So, you know, losing weight was definitely part of, of just wrestling. And it still is to this day, you know, cut, what they call cutting weight. Yep. Um, it's still part of it, though I do think that they have much better processes in place. Sure. Yeah, dangerous uh, stuff. Because da- it, it can be – when I was – when I was younger, I think it was a little bit more dangerous the mm-hmm. way we would cut weight than the way the athletes do today. Mm-hmm. I think they do a lot more certification, doctor certification. But the diet during the regular season was just what you would think. I mean, I was burning so many calories per day mm-hmm. that it really didn't make a difference what I ate. But we start we we did have a dietitian uh, a dietitian that would kind of come in once or twice every couple of weeks or months that would kind of give us just some ideas of healthier type foods. It was really just about eating healthy. Um, I didn't really cut too many things out of my diet, but it was no greasy foods, the burgers, no Big Macs, the no, pizzas. Yeah. <laughs> you know, try to keep it down. It was a lot of protein, chicken, yeah. and and salads, and uh, light dressings, and mm-hmm. and different things like that. Yeah. Just trying to maintain weight because cutting weight was difficult. Sure. Um, and so you wanted to once you got into the season, you wanted to maintain that kind of you know within a you know like a ten pounds of your of of your weight class, uh, which. During the off season, I did not maintain within ten pounds of my weight class. But wow. so the diet was just very like you would see today. You know, a lot of chicken, a lot of protein, fish. Um, just trying to take care of your body. I mean, at that point, you know, 
your body, you know, was everything. If you didn't have your health and your body and your mental state, and you just couldn't compete. Sure, sure. Well, uh, man, it's it's fascinating. I'd like to talk to you more about this. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll get you on again. Yeah, because sure, sure, sure. I I find it fascinating. I think it relates to other sports as well. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know we got opening day coming up here yeah. pretty soon, and uh, now it's time for Corey's opening day weather report. <laughs> okay, and we're gonna have a one every over, week up until opening day. A little day. over two weeks in advance. What are you saying? Well, what are you calling for? you know, with the wind in the uh, office today, I feel that on March 30th, opening day at Comerica Park in sunny Detroit, Michigan. It's going to be a high of 48 and a low of 34 with barely a cloud in the sky, Jess. Oh, from I, I sure wow. hope you're right. <laughs> hey, Phil, thank you for being with us today. Oh, thank you, Really Phil. a pleasure. I appreciate you. you, man. For Corey, for Phil, for Angel and Steven and whoever out and, and Kelsey, thank you, guys. This is Jess Monticello here on NRMStreamcast.com saying let's play two.